There is a war going on outside, so we have to protect our hearts and minds. The war that is happening, that's raging in our hearts, in our minds, and on our timelines, it did not start with us. It is time that we stand up and realize who the real enemy is. And the people who think that their enemy is another person, they will continue to hurt other people because they think that is who their enemy is and not the true enemy. And once we know who we are fighting, we know how to go to war. We know how to win that battle. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Confidence Restored podcast presented by CC America, also known as Confidence Centers of America and hosted by Tamaria Jordan. This is a show designed to help you build your confidence, increase your faith and get mentally fit to overcome any trials and tribulations you may encounter. Through personal testimonies of faith, inspiration, and transformation, Tamaria and guests seek to inspire and uplift you. This message is delivered by us, CCing you on lessons learned in hopes of encouraging you regardless of where you are in life. Enjoy the show. There is a war going on outside, so we have to protect our hearts and minds. There is definitely an enemy that is fighting us and it is time that we stand up and realize who the real enemy is because in order for us to address what we see happening all over the world is to realize that the war that is happening, that's raging in our hearts and our minds and on our timelines, it did not start with us. The battle is literally from the enemy trying to kill, steal, and destroy. And my heart goes out to everyone who is grieving in this season. Even for myself and my family, we've gone through some grief as of late. And I can only imagine the pain that the families uh, are feeling for the various mass shootings. And it's amazing to me how many we are now seeing, how the numbers are steadily increasing in each and every day we continue to think that we're at war with one another. And it may seem like that on the surface, but the sheer number of mass shootings that have happened in the U.S. over the past year is really triggering and it's very sad. So if you haven't seen the news, last night there was a mass shooting in Chesapeake, Virginia. I actually spent several years in Hampton Roads. I went to Old Dominion University, so it hit home for me because I remember going to that Walmart. Um, And just to think about the number of times that many of us go shopping in a grocery store, it's scary. And speaking from personal experience, I have actually unfortunately been at a location where there was a shooting that took place. And it was something that I will never forget. I remember just all of a sudden hearing people shouting and then shots rang out. And before I could even run, I was pushed down to the ground. Um, as I tried to scramble for my life because I didn't know where the shots were coming from. And so knowing how that fear takes over your body, I can only imagine how much fear that people had in their hearts last night when they heard that there was a mass shooting going on and or heard the gunfire. And watching the live videos on Facebook, it was so triggering because there was one gentleman in particular who said that they just started running. They dropped everything. Because in those moments, speaking from personal experience, you don't know what to do. You just think, I have to get out of here. 
And unfortunately, there are several individuals last night who did not get out of that Walmart. And my heart, again, goes out to their families, goes out to their friends, their colleagues, because it is definitely a war happening. When we think about what happened last night at Walmart in Chesapeake, and we hear the stories and we find out that multiple individuals were killed. One of the latest reports saying that at least six people were killed in the store by a store manager. The person who is there to lead you ends up being the person there who leads you to destruction, essentially, who took the lives of innocent people for whatever reason that he saw fit. And that is why I say there's a war going on because we think that this war is between the individuals we see every day on our jobs. We think that this war is between our families, our friends. This war is so much bigger than that. This war is raging against an enemy that we cannot see that puts these thoughts in people's minds to make them think that their life doesn't matter, to make them think that other people's lives don't matter, to make them think that they are God in a sense. And even when you think about on the 13th of November, there was a shooting at UVA. And that is not very far from where I am. And unfortunately, that too is something that, again, there was a person who was triggered by whatever it is, and he felt the need. And I won't even say his name. I won't even give him that much credit because a lot of times that's what they want. They want us to say the names of the person who does these heinous things to other people. What I will say is that the individuals that he killed regardless of whatever reason people try to make up in their mind to justify why they do what they do, at the end of the day, no one has the right to take another person's life. So on the 13th of November, there were three gentlemen killed, UVA football players, Devin Chandler, Deshaun Perry, and Lavelle Davis Jr. And the unfortunate part about this is that one of them report showed or report stated was sleeping. And for them to come back from a day where they were enjoying their lives, they were having a good time probably enjoying Washington, D.C., and then to come back and have a former teammate, classmate, take your life unexpectedly, no one expects and or can anticipate that. No one wakes up in the morning and thinks they're not going to come home. And the reason that I haven't gone live in a little while is because even for myself recently, we experienced a death in the family. And on the 12th of November, it was unexpected. So to get that phone call saying that this person is being rushed to the emergency room only for them to die within a couple of hours, it is traumatic. So we are all living in a trauma bubble. And that's why I say there's a war because it's consistently on our timelines. No matter what social media platform you are on, there are wars, there are rumors of wars, there are murders, mass murders, shootings, and it is very traumatic and it is a lot. On the same day as the UVA shooting, there were four students who were murdered in Idaho. We still don't know who committed their murders. And it is very unfortunate that these young individuals went to bed at night and did not wake up. They were killed in their off-campus housing. So Ethan Chapin, Zana Zernoodle, um, Madison Mogan, 
And there was um, one other individual, I don't see their name in this particular report, but our families go out to them as well. It is so hard for families to even enjoy the holidays when there is so much happening all over the world. And so the reason I wanted to talk about this is because it is something that I think needs to be said. And I literally this morning, I had a bad dream last night and I woke up and I said, God, what is happening? And I'm going to get emotional. The dream was so terrifying that I started praying and I said, God, I hope that does not come to pass because I was like, this is scary. Again, we are living in a world in a time where you can't even go to the grocery store without having to fear for your life. And my heart again goes out to every family that is grieving in this season, every family that is battling and they think they're battling with one another. But again, there is an enemy that has come to kill, steal, and destroy, and he is destroying people's minds. He's destroying their hearts. He is creating so much offense between people that they feel like they have the right to take someone else's life. And when I say I get emotional is because I literally sat there and I, I couldn't turn the TV off last night because I was watching the news reports. And there have been several news reports. And like I said, I haven't posted as much because we too had a death in our family unexpectedly. And so I was watching it. And literally all I thought was, my God, my God, when will it ever stop? And at this point, it's hard to say when it will ever stop because the truth of the matter is it began before we were all here. It began in the Garden of Eden. It began when the enemy was sent down to the earth and he is wreaking havoc and it is so evident. And the sad thing is we think that the war that we are fighting is against each other. Hence the reason people feel the need to take someone else's life. And I'm actually going to share the gun violence archive. Actually, I'll let it take over the, the majority of the screen here. You will see that on the gun violence archive website, you'll see that in 2022, there have been over 39,000 deaths as of today. And as you keep scrolling down, the number that stands out that I was looking at is the number of mass murders or mass shootings. There have been 607 to date. And the reason that this is so troubling is the fact that there are that many. And when you look at the gun violence archives over the years and you look at the screen where you see the seven-year review, you see that from 2014 until 2020, the number of deaths caused by gun violence. So it went from 12,000 to 19,000. And you see each year, this number increases. You see the number of suicides by guns increasing, the number of injuries, the number of children, teens, mass shootings, all increasing over the course of the last seven years. But then when you compare that to where we are now, so in 2020, there were 611 mass shootings. When you look at the number of mass shootings through November 23rd, we are already at 607. That in and of itself is very scary. But again, we are fighting an enemy, an enemy that is so much bigger. So we see these mass shootings and we think, 
okay, maybe this is an isolated event, but you see that the trend is continuing to increase. So how do we address that? How do we decrease this trend? And again, I think it goes back to us first remembering that we are in a war, essentially. We are in a war against the devil who is literally sending people to kill, steal, and destroy anything that, any seeds that are planted in individuals' minds. Literally, it is causing them to think that their life doesn't matter. It's causing them to think that someone else's life doesn't matter. It's causing them to think that they have the authority to take someone else's life. And so then I started to think about some other things that I, I saw. And again, over the last few weeks, I, I have not gone online to post just because it's been a very you know, busy time for me. But I will say that even in that trying time, I have tried to continue to move forward in spite of what's happening. When you think about everything that is happening, you think about the murders. And even at the beginning of the month of November, one of the rappers from the group Migos was murdered. And that murder took the music industry by storm. But what was interesting is I saw a video posted by a former music executive and that video was very powerful. The video was powerful because he actually highlighted the fact that there are people behind these rap industry videos who, although they don't promote this within their culture or within their families, they are okay with other people promoting it within theirs. And this reminds me of how the enemy works. He wants to kill, steal, and destroy. And so I'm going to play this clip from Robbie Starbuck. And this is just a short clip, but I do encourage you to watch the entire video where he literally talks about the fact that this is why rappers keep dying. The truth is this, a bunch of young black male rappers keep dying. You know who's not dying? Record executives. The record executives that push for them to continue to make songs and create a culture that is obsessed with death, drugs, and sex, period. The industry is obsessed with it, but those record executives, they're not dying because they don't push this culture on their own people, but they're encouraging you to push it on yours and they're paying you handsomely to do it. The reality is I know a lot of you, a lot of you are good people, your family guys, you're not the image that you put out there to the world. Why? Why don't you be the example? Stand up. I challenge you. Be the example. Make music about the culture you want to see. So I wanted to share that because I thought it was a great example of what we're seeing today. So when I mentioned the enemy that we are fighting, when we think about the Bible and it tells us that we don't wrestle against flesh and blood but against principalities in high places. And actually, let me make sure that I quote it exactly right. In Ephesians 6, 12, the word says, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. And it is so true. That is what we are wrestling against. We are wrestling against spiritual wickedness, yet we think we are wrestling against one another. And so 
even in that particular clip from Robbie Starbucks, where he, or excuse me, Robbie Starbuck, where he talks about being a former rap executive. Uh, again, I will post the link so you can watch the entire video, but it's called, essentially he's talking about why rappers keep dying. But on top of that, that message is being cascaded to the people who keep listening to their kids, to their family members, to the people who think, you know what? If I have issues with someone, I have a way to take care of it. I have a way to handle it. And of course we know that way is not godly, but we know that in their mind, they think that they have a right to be offended. They think that they have a right to do what they do. And yes, people will offend you as we go throughout this life. They will blame you for things you didn't do. They may lie on you. They may cheat. They may steal because we know that essentially that is what some people may do. We cannot control others' actions, but we can control our own. And knowing that we are wrestling against a higher power is one way where we can quickly identify the enemy, the real enemy that we are fighting against. Because again, he has come to kill, steal, and destroy. And so what does he want to do? He wants to kill our relationships. He wants to kill our friendships. He wants to tear apart our families. And every time we get jealous, every time we allow the enemy to come in, we are giving him that foothold and that power. And I love how Prophetess Tiffany Montgomery mentions this. She says, the difference with the door is regardless of where you are, what you open the door to is what comes in. And depending on where you are, that dictates what may come into your home. When we open our hearts and our door, excuse me, our hearts and our minds to sin, we allow whatever the enemy sends in to come in. So if say, for instance, we get offended by something that someone says, and because we are offended, then we hold on to unforgiveness and bitterness then the spirit of pride creeps in or a spirit of anger creeps in, which allows things like what happened last night to happen with what happened at Idaho uh, to happen with what happened to take off at the beginning of November to happen. And then if you all have been following the news, you probably also saw the story of the tourist Shanquella Robinson, who was with her so-called friends before she was murdered um, on vacation. And the reason I use the term murder is the fact that they initially, her friends said that she died from alcohol poisoning. But when the autopsy report was completed, it showed that her both her neck and her spine had been broken. A 25-year-old from North Carolina is now dead. And her friends did not tell the truth with regard to how she died. And a video surfaced showing her so-called friends beating her. And what is unfortunate about this whole thing is the fact that, again, they were so-called friends. And in this day, in this hour, we have to be wise and realize who we are fighting. Because if we were to fight together, imagine how many demons we could send to flight. But you know what? The witches, the warlocks, the enemy, they know how to band together because they are praying on us and praying against us. And until we realize that that is the enemy, that is who is on the front lines on the other side. And until we band together and say, hey, you know what? 
we are stronger together. We can send more demons to fight together than we can apart. And these demons, we can pray against these demonic spirits that are coming into people and encouraging them to do these things that are so evil. But the only way we can do that is one, if we acknowledge that we're in a war, if we acknowledge the fact that we are fighting, we are fighting against spirits who don't want us to be here anyway. So what it does is it gets us to fight each other. It gets us to have a fence and have aught with one another so that what? The enemy can have an open door to wreak havoc in our lives. And I started this thing called Rhyme Time with T and sometimes I'll just write rhymes. And I wrote one a couple of days ago and it said, they will say it was you, yet ignore what they do. You may believe it is true till it happens to you. So a lot of people are taking offense, but they're not realizing that their their own actions is what causes people to respond to them in the way in which they do. And so when we think about life, we think about relationships. And even when I think about that young lady, I remember when I saw her news report, I just broke down into tears because I thought, wow, how can you do that to someone you claim is your friend that you probably call sis that you have hung out with and that you've made believe that you care about them. And I wrote another poem and I said, sis, hear me out till the end because together we all win. There's no need to compete with me because who I am, you will never be. God prepared your destiny. He just needs your consistency. I'm not your competition because God sent me on a mission to help you see what you've been missing. Just trust in him because he's omniscient. So, so often people are jealous. They're looking at what other people have, not doing what other people do, but wanting what other people have without doing the work. And that's not how life works. That is not how life works. But people are hurting. And those hurt people are hurting people because they don't have a source of power, a source of hope, a well, so to speak, to go back and get replenished when they feel like, they are out of breath when they feel like they don't have anywhere to turn. But you do have somewhere to turn. You can turn back to God. You can come to him. It says, come to me, all those who are weary. He will give us rest. God will. But we're trying to find rest in other people. And I'll give you all the actual scripture for that so you can read the whole book. But it's in Matthew 11, verses 28 through 30, it says, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. But a lot of people are taking on that burden themselves, and that burden is causing them to hurt other people because their source is not aligned. And we are fighting against each other. And if we could only come together, I think we could actually have some fighting chance to stop the enemy. And even though we know that Jesus, um, the, he came to die for our sins and it said that 
through his blood, we are saved. And that's how we will be able to go back to our father. So we know that the enemy has a time here. His time is short and he is wreaking a lot of havoc. He is causing people to do some things that they probably would have never thought that they could do. But then if they aren't a believer, it's not a surprise why these things keep happening. But as believers, if we can come together and pray and fast against the plots of the enemy, imagine what we could do. Similar to that video from Robbie Starbuck, the music executive. He, At the end of that video, he says, essentially, he sent a charge out to the rappers to tell them, hey, you can change this. You can create the culture that you want to see. You may be getting paid handsomely to do what you do, to say what you say, but you have the power to change the words that you speak, the messages that you share, the things that you send out to our youth. So again, um, at the beginning of, of this podcast, I, I mentioned that my heart goes out to all of those who are hurting as a result of the various mass shootings all over the world. And especially in the United States, as of late, things are getting out of hand. And I hope and I pray that as believers, that we can come together and that we can start to pray and that the same way those people who don't believe are praying P-R-E-Y-I-N-G, on others, praying to whatever God they believe, P-R-A-Y-I-N-G, against us. If we come together, we can get so much done. But we have to be willing to come together. And literally, because we are divided That is why we are having a hard time standing against this enemy in this war. And Matthew 18, 28 reminds us, for where two or three have gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst. We need God in the midst for the things that we are seeing and the things that we will see. And I remember looking up the biblical um, reference for the number 11 since we're in the 11th month. And what I found interesting is that the meaning of the number of 11 is important because it can symbolize disorder, chaos, and judgment. And when you think about what is happening now, there is chaos, disorder, and people are playing judge and jury, and they are deciding when someone else gets to live. They don't have that authority but they think that they can walk in that power. And so that's why I said, if we band together and we pray against it, the people who are walking in light to overcome this darkness that is trying to take over the world, it is literally trying to take over the world. But the only way we can walk away from darkness is to be made free by Jesus is to walk with him, to serve him, and for us to come together as Christians and stand against the trick of the enemy, to be able to show people that we are not fighting each other, that we are fighting an enemy that we cannot see. But that doesn't make that enemy. The enemy does not have as much power as we have, but I think because we think that the enemy has that power, we give over our power to him. But God says that, At the end of the day, 
He has the power. And like I said earlier, I woke up this morning and the dream that I had shook me to my core to the point that I went straight to Psalm 91 and I started to pray. And I would encourage you all to do the same thing. Whenever you feel nervous, anxious, or fearful, that you go and you find scriptures that will give you hope, that will uplift you, that will encourage your spirit in these trying times. So in Psalm 91, it says, whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely he will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. You will not fear the terror of day, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. A thousand may fall at your side, 10,000 at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. If you say, the Lord is my refuge, and you make the most high your dwelling, no harm will overtake you. No disaster will come near your tent. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against the stone. You will tread on the lion and the cobra. You will trample the great lion and the serpent. Because he loves me, because he loves you, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him. And he acknowledges my name. He will call on me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him with long life. I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. We got to fight this enemy in prayer because this enemy thinks he's won. Every time there's another mass shooting, every time the enemy, the devil thinks that he's been able to trick someone into doing something that they know they shouldn't do. Every time he tries to make someone believe that their issue is with another person and not with the spirits and principalities that we're warring against, we have the, the power together to stand up against this enemy and fight this war. Because if we don't acknowledge what it is, we're going to keep fighting each other. And the people who think that their enemy is another person, they will continue to hurt other people because they think, that is who their enemy is and not the true enemy. So I'm going to leave you with this affirmation. We sold our scars. We don't have to walk around with the battle scars that we have, but we sold our scars. God purchased us for a price. We will live and not die. We will accomplish the will of God for our lives because he ordained it before we were born. And even when you think about what is happening now, you think about the things that have occurred all over, the deaths, the destruction, we have to realize that the enemy we are fighting is not each other. We are not fighting each other, but the devil wants us to think that we are. He wants us to think that our neighbor is our enemy. But we don't have to walk around with those scars. We don't. We can accomplish the will of God for our lives. And another affirmation that I will say is we have to protect our hearts and minds because we are fighting an enemy that started at the beginning of time. We cannot stop a war that we don't realize is raging in our hearts and our minds and on our timelines.
We have the power to fight against this enemy. And it's time that we stand together in freedom and truth. And we start to speak over our family, our friends, and even honestly, our foes, because the Bible says, pray for those who despitefully use you. Pray for them all that we may be delivered from anything that anyone tries to bring to us, our family, our friends, anyone we know. Pray for people because they are hurting. So I know that this is supposed to be a time of just Thanksgiving and grace and just spending time with family, but I know that people are hurting all over this world. And so I wanted to share this message to encourage you and let you know that we are not fighting against our family. We are not fighting against our friends. We are not really fighting against other people. It is spirits. And once we know who we are fighting, we know how to go to war. We know how to win that battle. So on that note, I pray that you all would have a blessed holiday and that in spite of what you see, in spite of what's happening in this world, that you will keep on keeping on. Be blessed. Thank you for tuning in to another live taping of the Confidence Restored podcast by CC America. We are grateful that you tune in week after week and join us for testimonies of faith, inspiration, and transformation. Please be sure to rate, comment, and subscribe and let others know that you are listening to the Confidence Restored podcast. You can also now buy us a coffee to show appreciation at buymeacoffee.com forward slash CC America. Until next time, be blessed.